This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, everybody, it's Lon Seidman. We're back with my monthly podcast. We missed last month, but that one's coming up a little bit later. We had to delay it for um, some upcoming product announcements from a company that we talked to. But I have a good friend of mine joining me, Adam Chiara. Hi, Adam. Wow, Adam. Thank you for How having you me. Yeah. So Adam is somebody I've known for probably about at least a, a decade now. Yeah. We're old. It, it adds up <laughs> it quickly. Up. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're both dads. We have no time left in life anymore. <laughs> um, but Adam uh, is a professor of social media and digital media. And I thought it might be fun just to talk about this. And where he is a professor is at the University of Hartford. That's the school that I graduated from. Uh, 20 years ago. So I graduated in 1998. Some of the professors that I had are still there. We were talking about that at at lunch today. Um, But it's interesting because all the things that I'm doing now in media did not exist 20 years ago. Your position as a professor of social media, digital media, didn't exist 20 years ago. So I thought we'd talk about social media because this is the platform that I use. We often delve into these topics and kind of consult an expert here on where we are and where we're going. That sounds like a good plan, right? I like it. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, where we are and where we're going, though, changes day to day, as we all you know, are aware of. Um, you know, I think the, the thing with social media is we, we were actually talking about this before, Lon, how there's kind of pivotal years. Mm-hmm. And I think 2018, 2017, these are some pivotal years because now we're entering the privacy concerns, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We're, we're entering concerns where are platforms uh, just technology companies mm-hmm. or are they actual publishers? Uh, so I think when we look back in history, we're going to look at this time and say, this was when we had to make a lot of decisions of what is, you know, what direction do we want to bring social media? Where do we want to go with it? Uh, so I think, I think we're living in a great time. It's a real exciting time to see what's about to happen. It's pretty crazy. It and is. what's ma- amazing is that you can build an audience um, out of nothing, really. I mean, I started from scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, got you know, videos out there, people found them, people subscribe, and it's still growing, thankfully, (laughs) one year after the other. And it's changed a lot for me uh, over the years because how the the platform that I'm on, primarily YouTube has changed, has certainly impacted things. Longer videos like the one we're making here certainly make a difference as well. How hard is it, though, to teach this? Because this is not, when I was in school, mass media was was one of the classes I took with uh, uh, Roger Desmond, one of the who just retired. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you you talked as much about the history as you talk about the present. But we don't have a lot of history with social media. So how do you how do you teach it? We don't have a lot of history, but you know what's interesting is we, we take it for granted because mm-hmm. we saw the evolution. We were there when there was no social media. Right. Or there, um, but a lot of these students that are coming in, like, they just know the world of social media. They were mm-hmm. too young to remember it beforehand. Right. So when I explained to them that you know Facebook was once just for college students mm-hmm. and that's how it started, you know, and that it wasn't for business, you know. That to them is a, a different world. When I try to explain to, you know, when we talk about that, there used to be gatekeepers in media. Right. So if you wanted to get your thought across, you'd have to write an op-ed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, or be lucky enough to, uh, you know, get, get a producer to run your TV show or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, and now 
when I we explain that concept and say there's no gatekeepers, I mean, any one of you could create a podcast, create your own show. You can't get canceled at any time. Right. You're the one that makes that decision. You know, they didn't know that there was a different world mm. like that. So, so you're right. There's not a, a big history, but it, it is nice to explain to the students that there was a time before where they were living in, you know, living in now. Uh, to your point, though, before, too, yeah, I mean, things just change so quickly. It, it's so hard for me to keep up with. That's hard for anybody to keep right. up with. Uh, I started teaching the social media class about three years ago. Uh, well, almost four years ago. And when I was when I first started, Snapchat wasn't huge yet. Mm-hmm. Instagram was just kind of picking up that, you know, that right. traction. Uh, and look, in, in four years now, I have to teach Snap, Snapchat. Not so much the tools. You know, they, mm-hmm. they know that. They know right. it better than I do. But where does it fit in how do you tell messages? How could a company use it? How, could you, how are you going to have to use it in the professional world? Instagram is a must now. You know, Instagram starting to use advertising. They weren't using advertising a few years right. ago. So, so to keep up with those kind of changes is, is so crucial. But, to, yeah, to your point, uh, it just changes so quickly. That, you know, next year I'll be talking about some other platform that we're not even mentioning right, right. now. Right, these platforms kind of peak, plateau, and then drop off. Snapchat, yeah. one could argue, is not what it used to be, yeah. right? Twitter, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, a few years ago when I started teaching this, Twitter was the savior. It was the, the platform that right. was, you know, the, the up and coming was going to, it had, was valued, you know, uh, way higher than it is now. And now we're talking about Twitter. Well, you know, is it even going to be around in 10 years? Yeah, you know, right, so. Right. How do you teach Snap, Snapchat? Snapchat is. Or how do you teach any of this stuff? Because they all come in. They, uh, presumably, yes. they're coming in knowing this. Some don't, but mm-hmm. how do you teach Snapchat? So that's a great question because something I always start off with the students is I'm not going to teach you just the buttons, mm-hmm. you know, because you can teach a monkey to press a button. Yeah, that's right. not what that right. this is about. Uh, we teach the strategy. How do you use these tools to tell a message? Trying to learn trends, right? Because, you know, here's the other thing I always say to, to the students. Be the idea person. Mm-hmm. So you go into a company uh, and you're just talking about what's already being done you know, that's okay, great. Everybody can do that for you. But if you can see trends that are coming and say, well, how can we use Snapchat for a trend? How can we use it for engagement? Mm -hmm. You know, a great example is uh, a lot of companies or or businesses are doing Snapchat scavenger hunts, right? So they'll hide tickets to whatever. Let's say it's for a concert. They'll Mm -hmm. hide tickets for a concert and they'll snap, uh, you know, snap a location. Then you got to go there, get the next clue to go to the next place. So it's very, it's live. It's, you know, engaging people in the area. Um, you know, that's a great idea. Somebody had to come up with that idea. Right. Somebody had to come up with that strategy mm-hmm. said, how can we use this tool mm-hmm. for engagement? And based on how that platform behaves, yeah. because that, that scavenger hunt may not, doesn't work on YouTube. Right? Yeah, right. No, it's, that's yeah. a great point. It's not going to work on Facebook when, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the algorithm shows you three days later, you right. missed it. Snapchat is that you have to tune in live, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so exactly, you're right. So, so learning, well, what platforms we use, how, how is it native to that platform, and coming up with those strategies. So a lot of what I tre- try to teach in the classes. Again, it's not so much just the function of it, but it's, you know, thinking of grand strategy. How does this fit in? You know, how, how do you actually use it uh, in ways that aren't maybe being done? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like we were talking about before is experimentation. You know, how do you learn to track success? You know, how, how are you learning if, what needs to be tweaked? Uh, so we like to, I, that's what I think is really more important, like the critical thinking aspect. Because mm. that's what's going to separate Right, the average Joe Schmo that comes in right. from the person that's going to get paid the big bucks. And critical right. thinking is actually a very important skill to know in this day and age because yeah. the gatekeepers are gone. Right. Um, what are you seeing students coming to you with in regards to critical thinking skills? Because we've seen a lot in with with the whole thing going on with Facebook and mm-hmm. and how they're trying to adjust for people using their platform to spread disinformation, for example. How, how do you? What are you seeing from the students who, who are coming in who have? Yeah, to, to a large degree now are, are starting to get more of a 
uh, new approach to education that's come out of all these platforms existing out there. But what's the critical thinking process like? It, <laughs> it's tough. I mean, I'm yeah. speaking generalities. Yeah, you know, right. there's a range. But yeah. um, students generally are skeptical of everything. That's, that's good to hear. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is, but it isn't. Okay. I'm gonna get, okay. I'll, yeah, you're right. It is, it is good to hear that. You know, when they see an advertisement, they're skeptical of, mm-hmm. well, you know, they know that it's an advertisement. They, right. try, they understand that they're being advertised to and that mm-hmm. there's... Uh, but where I, where I say it also becomes a risk is, let's say for news, you know, they don't trust anybody, mm. which I don't think is a good, okay. a good model either, right? Because so in their minds, CNN okay. is, has just as much of an agenda as the New York Times, mm-hmm. as Breitbart, mm-hmm. as Alex Jones, right. and it, they kind of, many of them, just lump them in all together. That everybody has an agenda. Right. Everything is, is coming to you with a slant, and they kind of throw in, and they just don't trust anyone. And I say mm-hmm. you have to trust somebody, okay. you know, yeah. or you at least have to, you, you have to at least have a starting point, and of course verify, you know, find other sources. But if you don't trust anybody, then nothing that's coming to you, uh, you know, a- any information that's coming to you is not going to be helpful, right. because you know you don't trust them. So mm-hmm. the, the good reporting gets lumped in with the conspiracies. Right. Uh, so so to your point um, that you you know before is yeah you really have to. Uh, for the students teaching critical thinking is teaching them, you know, the basics of, well, how did that story get produced? Do they have sources? You know, what is their vetting process? Do they have a trust, trustworthy uh, record, you know, mm-hmm. track record? of? Um, and then from there, yeah, it's going to be skeptical, double check, right. you know, yeah. find out what other our other sources cross-reference. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I do find that as a problem with this, you know, these students growing up in this generation where, you know, and I can understand why they're skeptical. You know, they they have been given propaganda their whole lives yeah, o- online, right? right? You know, yeah. the, the, in their feed, they have a credible site, uh, a credible source, right next to one that is uh, a, a promoted, you know, could be promoted content right. that right. is BS. Right. You know, so right. and, and in many cases too, because you talked about gatekeepers before, yeah. we've become the gatekeepers. So mm. you know, perhaps if I see something from you and I see something from CNN and the New York Times, I might trust your judgment on this, and that's a big shift. Yeah, and how things are operating. That's yeah. well, that you hit the nail on the head right there because there's been multiple studies that show that people trust uh, other people more than they trust the actual the news site. organization. Yeah, mm-hmm. so if they see Professor Chiara share something and they right. consider me credible, mm-hmm. then they'll believe it. Right, and, and you know, there's there's always those pros and cons. Yeah, right. You know, in one way, I think that's that's positive. You know, mm-hmm. in another way, if you start trusting the wrong people, right, you, you, you go know, down the wrong path. And, and you know, they've done studies and they've also found that. People will. This is where it gets a little scary. People will remember um, who shared something. Okay. They'll remember what that is. So they'll remember mm-hmm. the story that okay. somebody shared. Right. But they won't be able to remember what the source was. So, so for example, they'll say, "Oh, I remember Lon shared a story about um, I don't know some bug that's coming destroying yeah, our, our right. forest." But they couldn't tell you if it was you know Joe Schmo's blog, okay, or if it was CNN, right? And that becomes a little bit dangerous too because you know now they're not caring about the actual reporting aspect; they're just caring about. But they just know that somebody they know and trusted shared it. Yeah. And actually, in your town, just the other day Mm -hmm. in West Hartford, where you work, yes, uh, there was this story. I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a story about uh, going around Facebook that somebody was out um, trying to kidnap blonde women. I didn't hear the story, but uh, so to enlighten me because so, I love to hear so, this. Yeah. It's it yeah. actually a very interesting yeah. story about this. So they, yeah. there, there was this thing getting spread around mm-hmm. by social media. Yeah. People shared it because they didn't know if it was true or not. But the response was that the local West Hartford news site, uh, which is called Weha.com, yeah, right, right. Uh, Ronnie Newton, who writes there, yeah. did a whole expose on the fact that this is not true and kind of put it to bed. But it, it was almost that, that, that journalistic entity and the police right. had to chase the rumor and and put it put it to bed essentially isn't that amazing i mean that that, that mm-hmm. right isn't that what we're yeah. just talking about right. and you know i could have 
easily maybe fallen for that. Maybe right. I somebody shared it that I trusted, right. that I said, okay, I wasn't in a moment of weakness line. Yeah, I, yeah. I shared it. Yeah. And now everybody that finds me incredible. And I can I tell you like what, what I would see from my experience. So as you know, I'm, a, I'm an elected official sure. in my town on my school board. So if I heard a rumor about my school floating around, I probably wouldn't share it, obviously, because I'm in a position to actually mm-hmm. try to figure out if it's true or not. Right. Um, but I would certainly go running to my administrators to say, hey, what's going on? Yeah. I've seen this you know, posted around sure. here. So it's getting around. How do we combat that. And that's one of the big challenges, right? right. It's, it, we, we, we were in a world where everybody, we had a small group of people who told us everything we could consume. Mm-hmm. Our education system kind of centered around the fact that these gatekeepers are going to keep us safe. Yes. No, no more. Politics, yeah. uh, this, what I do um, in the consumer technology world, you know, me in my basement with one or two people here helping me out, we yeah. can do as much as the Wall Street Journal does in traffic. It's not Right. It, you know, the, the, it's a very different world, and it's got to be difficult to be able to teach people how to interpret this stuff. Exactly, yeah. right. And, you know, it's in, a, in a way, it's great because it's leveled the playing field. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, like I was saying, with all this is pros and cons, and we right. know that. You know, that is so great that we have a meritocracy. I mm-hmm. really believe that. We're, more, we're closer to a meritocracy than we've ever been before, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, on the other side of that, though, is that if we aren't educating the next group of news consumers, media consumers, mm-hmm. to really understand what they're consuming, um, I think we're going to start to see it all dissipate, right? right? Because now everybody's going to be able to be in their own silos. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you know, it's just going to be whoever is the loudest, most provocative right. is going to get there. Yeah, yeah, and we're starting to see that a little bit. Let's talk about silos because yeah. this is an area, too, that I've – and I, I'm falling into silos myself. So mm-hmm. I, I think back to 20 years ago when I was in college. Yeah. Uh, I had a very strong internet interest in the internet and technology. There was nothing on television. There was a there was one show uh, that was on, on on the weekends on the Sci Fi Channel, which was CNET Central, which became CNET, CNET which is yep. now the big technology you network. Sure. Who I'm competing against. <laughs> very, very what an amazing world! Though. Twenty years ago, Goliath, would right. you have known that you could compete against? CNET, no, you know? I mean, it's yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. But but you think about it like that. That was the only time that they had. There was the Computer Chronicles, which was a, a public uh, TV show that mm-hmm. ran for many years, but there wasn't a lot. Now there is so much content of things that I'm interested in. I mean, I spend you know probably just as much time watching videos about retro video games <laughs> as yeah. I was watching you know what the rest of the country was watching. We're seeing too that uh, you know on network television, you know these shows like 60 Minutes that used to get you know 15, 20 million mm-hmm. viewers a night, you know is lucky to get five or six million. Right. You know how do we deal with this? Because for a lot of folks, they're, they're, it's not even just on politics; it's just topical. Like the the media that I'm consuming mm-hmm. is remarkably different than that of my wife is consuming. Sure, right? And we're in the same house. Right. We're not gathering around anything anymore. No, I, that is in in my way. You know, so we, no time in history have we ever lived in where we could get so much information mm-hmm. um, and quality information for so cheap. And right. that's a great thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. like we were just like you were just saying. I mean. You can get in, in a moment's time news from the New York Times, from China, right. from a niche, you know, yeah. niche, uh, and and for practically for practically nothing. Mm-hmm. But that also does that not now make us have our own reality, our own worlds? And we look at you know, like you just said, in the same house with your wife, you could both be using Facebook, and the algorithms decide totally what you need to see mm-hmm. and and what I you know, Wall Street Journal did a, a great. Um, they have a site called Red uh, Red Feed Blue Feed. Okay. And they basically what they did is they just took algorithms, Facebook's algorithm, and showed you if you happen to lean left, if you happen to lean right, what kind of content's going to pop up on your, mm-hmm. you know, on your feed. Um, and they take you take an issue, take immigration, mm-hmm. and you see the same issue, complete, completely different worlds. Right. Does it not seem like you're in the same same right. country? You yeah. know, and you start to realize, you know what? If I was, if that's all I was seeing. Mm-hmm. 
I would definitely fall into one mindset, right. you know. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, it's happening to us and we're not even aware of it. Right. I, I'll give you another. And, and, and to some degree, the people that are running Facebook don't even know it's happening. Because, sure. And I, I remember reading somewhere about the YouTube algorithm. You know, they, they're, they're actually saying we don't even know how it works anymore. Yeah. Because it's just <laughs> they, doing it. They, they, the, they let the algorithm <laughs> yeah, take over. Right. You know, I, I'll give you a, a great storyline. Mm-hmm. So I heard this from a reporter. He was a reporter for, for Yahoo News, yeah. right? And he was at some panel. And they were having, uh, at the end of the, the panel, people were asking questions. And this guy asked a question or, you know, raised his hand. He goes, oh, great panel. Except for that clown you have on, on Yahoo News. You know, yeah. I can't believe you let this guy on. So, of yeah. course, the reporter has to yeah. reply to that. He says, yeah. Yeah, all right, sir. So why am I a clown? Uh, and, and the guy says, you know, I go to Yahoo. Uh, every time I go to Yahoo, all I see is Kim Kardashian and Miley Cyrus. Right. So, and then the reporter goes, well, you know, when you, when you say you go to Yahoo, do you go to Yahoo uh, politics? You know, because that's where I write for. Right. No, I go to Yahoo.com every yeah. time I go right. there. And he goes, well, you see, sir, Yahoo.com uses, it, uh, it uses cookies. Right. And we end up feeding you back other right. content that you've been around the web. Yeah, yeah, so right. if you're seeing Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. and Miley Cyrus. Yep. That's what you've been clicking on around the web. (laughs) You know, and everybody laughed, but it did make me think. I'm like, you know, because I I guess I just wasn't even thinking of it that Yahoo used, you know, that's their method. So you go to what you would consider a normal page, uh, a page of a news site, Yahoo.com, Yahoo News, and you think that you're seeing the same thing that everybody else is, but no, it's been tailored. Right, just for you. Just for you. And your search results on Google are tailored for you, right? Yeah, Yeah. and you're just, you're not even aware of how much that you're becoming. Even mm-hmm. if you say, well, I know it's happening on social media, you might right. not know that's happening on some of these web pages that you go to. Yeah. So it's just because it's, it's a mystery to so many people that we don't realize how much of this bubble right. that we're really putting placed into. And what's funny is that these platforms have unique places. As, we, as you talked about, Snapchat has a purpose and mm-hmm. Facebook has a purpose. But at the same time, they're competing for attention of the viewer. Yes. So Facebook would rather have me on Facebook than have me on YouTube, even though they're doing totally different things right. with each other, right? Sure. So what I've, what I've been seeing with with YouTube, my experience with it is that it's about watch time, watch time, watch time. Mm-hmm. No longer about views, no longer about anything else. It's how long can you keep people attached to our platform? Yeah. If you keep them attached longer, you are rewarded by more viewership. And and that, of course, is driving me to continually develop more tech mm-hmm. content uh, for my audience because that that's that's my business. Sure. But at the same time, Facebook has found the same thing. So typically when you know, if, if we're challenged in our positions and our mm-hmm. views and we're seeing too much of that challenging material that upsets us, we might turn off and go someplace else. Right. So it just keeps spitting this stuff back. Yeah. And that comes back to a discussion we had earlier, too, about, you know, this notion of these platforms. They're private companies. They can mm-hmm. decide what goes on their thing or not. Um, they are not well, they've never declared themselves to be media companies. Right. There's no gatekeeper there mm-hmm. beyond the algorithm determining who watches the most. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's almost a bleed it leads kind of thing, right? right, right. Um, but but where do you see these these companies going? Because YouTube has certainly been under fire a lot. I mm-hmm. hear from viewers all the time about, you know, their favorite YouTuber was demonetized. Mm-hmm. The great example is uh, Philip DeFranco, who mm-hmm. covers news stories. Yeah. He had a business model, which involved talking about current events. But if there's an event now involving tragedy, YouTube has decided that you're not going to get the ads that I'm going to get talking about tech products that are not controversial. Right. So how do we, first of all, how do we get news anymore if that's the business model? Yeah. Um, but secondly, what do you think, what do you think is going to happen this year? Because this is going to be a pivotal year. What's going to happen with these platforms? I think you're starting to already see the cracks with a lot of these platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, like, we, like you just said, I've always said we're technology companies. Right. But now they're starting to concede a little bit and, and maybe show signs that they're willing to accept mm-hmm. the role of media publishers. Right. Uh, I'll give you a few examples. Well, I'll, g- I'll give you the reason why, one of the reasons why I think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think they're very afraid of regulation. Mm-hmm. And I think there's more cover than ever for politicians now 
to regulate them in right. some fashion. Yeah. You know, there, there's more of a public will, especially after Cambridge Analytica. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you saw the delete Facebook. Not that it had a huge significance on Facebook. You know, right. even a few million people left, they have billions yeah, of users. Doesn't really but there's that public but there's perception. Or yeah. trust, a trust issue. That... And that's not the only thing, as we know, for Facebook. Right. They've been bashed now for years, really, yeah. on this. Yeah. And I think, you know, that these these media companies, or these technology companies, these yeah. platforms that right. were once untouchable, right. you know, they're now starting to, to feel that pressure. So politicians have a little bit more cover mm-hmm. to consider some regulations. And I mean, regulation is happening in Europe. Right. Especially they're being Europe. regulated. Right. They are being regulated, you know. Yeah. And can we, you know, a lot of those now could start to come into the U.S. And I think these companies don't want that. So they say, okay, well, what are some, what are some things Things that that we we can can push on, you know, that we can give on, uh, Mm -hmm. give on a little bit. Uh, And so we're starting to see, you know, a little, I mean, we just saw Alex Jones getting banned. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's something that is up until last month, Facebook has said that we're going to keep Alex Jones on. Right. Uh, So Twitter kept him on. Twitter has kept them on. We'll right. see how long, though. We'll yeah. See. I mean, yeah. LinkedIn tried to keep them on, and they just, they uh, this up to this morning, they just... Oh, this morning, they actually... Okay, yeah, so I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, Twitter might just keep them. But the, the yeah. point is, there's going to... But Twitter has other issues where they mm-hmm. said you've been shadow banning. Right. You know, I mean, Twitter is not, it's not like they are the complete free speech. Uh, right. And and, it, and it's one of those things, too, where is it, 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 it... Are you being censored when you're on somebody's private platform? Yeah. You know, and that, this is something I've been struggling with myself because, you know, part of, part of me says, I, I, I run two ways. I, I, I run, you know, libertarian on some things and, and far and far opposite to libertarian on other things. And I, I hear about it from my viewers all the time. Right. And, and it's uh, and it's a tough, I, it's always tough for me to try to figure this stuff out because if Google was owned by the government, mm-hmm. this would be a no brainer. You could put whatever you want on there. Right. Um, you know, we have uh, made decisions on our school board about what we disseminate to students uh, across the board, mm-hmm. because if we allow the local nonprofit to do it. We also have to allow some hate group to do it too sure. because of free speech. So we sure. actually just don't do it for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this is an area where these platforms are privately held. Mm-hmm. Um, as we saw with, with YouTube, they didn't outright ban people, but they made it impossible for some people to make money on the platform mm-hmm. with the kind of content they were uploading. But, you know, where does it go? I mean, I how do you, and, and then the slippery slope of, okay, we've determined that Alex Jones is something we don't want on our platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but is he? How do you define? How's he that different is? from so yeah. many others that are out there? I think yeah. ultimately, ultimately, Lon, if we want to just break this down into one yep. uh, one point, it's I think really what it comes down to is: Are they a public utility mm-hmm. like water company right. or the phone company, mm-hmm. or are they private companies? I mean, yep. I know they're private companies right, right now, but right. I think ultimately what we're going to get down to is we are as a society mm-hmm. going to have to make that decision: Do we regulate them like a public utility? Right. Or are they completely free companies mm-hmm. and have the you know a choice to do anything that they want on the platform? That's kind of what I mean with the regulation. I think right. a lot of these platforms are starting to see the writing on the wall that, that maybe they've pol- got to start doing some self regulation. Yeah, or politicians mm-hmm. are going to regulate them like yeah. a public utility. But it, it's such a great question. I don't have the answer to that. If, That's they the be- biggest challenge yeah. of our times, right? right? And then when you think about it from an antitrust perspective, um, you know, in, in the '90s they went after Microsoft because they had almost a monopolistic hold on yeah. the operating system market which wasn't much of a case because there was other operating systems out there. Right. Um, in the case of the internet, you know, there's nothing stopping somebody from making a better Google. It's just that everybody uses it. Like right. there's, there's no infrastructure that, I mean, granted there'd be infrastructure you'd have to purchase to make these things happen. But what we've seen is that there's plenty of capital out there for good ideas mm-hmm. that these monopolies become monopolies just because that's what people's habit is. <laughs> it's, and, uh, and how, do you, how do you do that? And right? they're worth so much now. And, yeah. and again, I, I'm like you, I yeah. go back and forth with some yeah. of these issues, but I mean, you know, Apple, yeah, the most valuable company in the world. I mean, the top companies yeah. are you know Facebook, mm-hmm. Apple. So they have so much money. Can anybody really come in and compete 
with them right, right. now. You know, I, I just, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg, when he was in his testimony, when he was in his, the hearings, yeah. they pretty much asked him that question, well, who are your competitors? And he couldn't give an answer. Right. <laughs> you know, he's, he, he kind of danced around it. Yeah. But there, is there really a competitor to Facebook? Not you know? for what he does. No, no. Mm-hmm. no. And so now we do have to start questioning, you know, how can somebody break in? And if that's the case, do they need to be regulated as a utility, as a monopoly? Right. Or you know? broken up like the or phone companies. Or how do you break them up if yeah. that's the case? And I don't know if that, what the right answer is to yeah. it, but I do think it's something, you know, we're right now we're just kind of beating around the bush. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we're going to have to make a decision. Right. You know, it, that's what it comes down to. They either are or they're not. Yeah. You know? How are you seeing, because like, you're working with kids more than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you, we talked a little bit about how they're coming in very skeptical of yes. everything, which is, which is to some degree, I think, a good thing, right? That they, they are really starting, they're thinking about what they're consuming. Yeah. Um, what do we need to do from an education standpoint, do you think? Because I think a lot of this boils down to, you know, when I see something on the internet, I, I never thought it was true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I, think, I think to some degree, the internet has degraded a lot of these news organizations. Mm-hmm. I think about cable news in particular. Mm-hmm. I don't watch CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News. Mm-hmm. I can't stand any of it because sure. it's just completely, it's all sensationalistic nonsense. Right. You know, I read the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. Mm-hmm. I get my two, yeah, of course, my two points of view that's a great there. Way of doing it. You know, yeah. but but it, you know, I, I see to some degree the social media has kind of driven the media in a direction. Um, I've seen also how um, sometimes the critical thinking by the main the mass media isn't always there either. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, the reporting on polling that they see is just you know right. some somebody's random poll they they say is right. is, a, is a true measurement of the public. <laughs> right. So you know, where, where do you see education going? What would you recommend? Let's say you were in charge of a, of a school of, of an elementary school today. What okay. would you be teaching these kids right now? Well, I mean, you know, this is the old school in me, and I think um, I'm very blessed to have lived in the, the pre-social media era. Yeah, and, right. I, and, and I do think that. They need to learn the basics of just general reporting mm-hmm. and, and how this stuff is. So, so forget the platforms mm-hmm. to begin with. So forget social media. Right. How is a story constructed? You know, mm-hmm. what, what does it mean to have a quality story? Are there sources, at, you know, attribution? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, are, what other kind of facts do they have that, can, that they can prove? Like what's a fact? What's an opinion? Right. How can you define that? You know, mm-hmm. we think we know what facts are, but right. there really is like a definition to it. You know? And it's hard too when you do have you know, the three major cable news networks all having opinion mixed in with that. Exactly. Which is really hard to discern as a, yeah. as a consumer. So, so teach these kids, first mm-hmm. of all, just the basics, the mm-hmm. fundamentals that have been around for hundreds of years, right? Yeah. And then from there, now it's, it's elevated. Now to the next level, we can say, okay, once they've gotten that foundation, we start to bring in social media mm-hmm. and say, all right, now these, what you see in social media, mm-hmm. you know, do this story that's popping up in your feed, does it fit these guidelines that we have? Then once you understand that, you can start to teach them about what an algorithm is and that what you know. Right. And so I think... You don't see the lifetime of education to understand what you're yeah, even looking at. But, the, you know, it seems simple, mm-hmm. but the truth is we're not doing it. Right. You know, we, yeah. we don't do it. We And part of it is schools don't have funding and mm-hmm. they just have to teach the test. You know, so right. all that, that's yeah. a different debate, yeah. you know. But, but the issue really is that they're just not learning. I mean, it, it's kind of amazing that we are exposed to media every single day, hours and hours, right. all of us, right? Mm-hmm. How much training are students really getting on that? Yeah. You know, very little. Very little. Very little. So it, it's – and then we just kind of expect them to know. And that's that's the thing that drives me nuts with, uh, you know, people uh, – I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to say old adults. But, you know, they're, you know, they're <laughs> yeah. but, but yeah. older people say, oh, well, they're – you know, they grew up with this stuff. They know this. Well, yeah, they grew up with it. Doesn't mean that they they know. It. That doesn't mean right. they understand the concept behind right. it, or, or, know, or how, or how, to, it how to critically dis- yeah. take apart an argument to figure exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, they good. know. They've exposed to it every day, but right. you know, they don't know anything that works behind the scenes. So, um, so the fact is, people just assume that they're going to get this stuff, mm-hmm. and they really need training that they're just not getting. So, if I can wave the magic wand. It would be to dedicate time to learning about media literacy mm-hmm. and not just the digital side of it, but the holistic package. Right. 
and to integrate it over the years. So by the time that they graduate high school, right, they've got know, that foundation yeah. to know what. And it's funny you talk about media literacy because uh, Roger Desmond, who we both <laughs> yeah. knew from your yeah. from the school there, from the University of Hartford, he he was big on that twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. That and I think it's probably a growing movement, which is that. Well, let me ask you this. How do yeah. you teach media literacy? Is it, is it just consumption or is it also making people create media to understand how it... I, I think you, the latter, mm-hmm. to both. Because now we're all consumers and we're all producers. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you read something in your feed yeah. and then you post about it. Right. You know? uh, so, and, and then it's also, you know, I think it's good to be a creator because there's a lot of manipulation out mm-hmm. there, right? Photoshop is the basic. But mm-hmm. something I've been writing a lot about and talking about is video manipulation, right. which is coming down. Yep. I mean... It's already happening, but I really believe in within the next year or two, we're about to see, you know, some people have called it an apocalypse, right. it, but we're about to see some real issues with mm-hmm. video manipulation. But um, if you understand how to create this kind of media, then you can start to pick up on, wait, that didn't look right. right. You know, that yeah, doesn't look start right. To figure out. I, I, yeah. And I, I see things yeah. too. People will share, wow, this is amazing. Like I, I think of those, there was one video of the of the, the paper airplane being suspended by fans oh, and flying yeah, around in circles. Sure, Total sure. BS. You're right. But if, but if you but have it's innocuous enough that, you know, it, people share it because, oh, I mean, it's not like we're, we're declaring some, some government illegitimate here. We're yeah, just spending a picture right. of the airplane out. But there's a channel. Have you ever seen Captain Disillusion? No, but I have to check this you need, out. Yeah, you, need, all right. you need to show that to your students because he takes out. all those videos that people are sharing around. And he's a special effects expert. Yeah. And he breaks them apart in probably the most entertaining way you can imagine. Yeah. And he's, he's a... He's a big skeptic. That's his thing. But, a, but there you go. Isn't yeah, that great? So yeah. he understands how it's created so mm-hmm. he can, in his mind, reverse engineer it. Yes. You know? And he shows how to do and it. And he shows how. To, and mm-hmm. so I think the fact if we all knew how to not just consume but create media, then we can start to find, you know, we can start to figure out when something just doesn't look right. Right. I mean, students are creating media anyways. We might as well give them some real training with right, it. Right. To do yeah. it. Not yeah. just and, and make it part of their, yes. the basis of their curriculum yeah. to, get, to get that understanding. So let's go through some of the social media platforms that are out there. We've been yeah. doing this deep stuff here, but let's let's right, have some right, fun sure. here. So, so what, what's Facebook? What, what, is, what is Facebook in your mind right now? What is it for? Uh, what's it for? Yeah, I mean, Facebook is still the king. You of, know, of what? Of everything? Of everything? Okay. Yeah, I mean, of everything. If I mean, if we look at Facebook as a whole, they own Instagram, right? right? They own uh, they own messaging apps, you know, right. WhatsApp. Yeah. So they own. But if we just look at Facebook itself, you know, they're still the one where the range of people are on. People from their 20s mm-hmm. even to 65. So uh, 65 and older is still the biggest growing demographic right. on social media, it women is. specifically. And on Facebook. On Facebook, yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, but then even young people, even in my college class, right. say, how many of you have Facebook? And you, you think there's going to be two? Yeah. I'd say 80% always raise their hand. They're not using it the same way that you and I so are how are they using it? They use it to... A connect mm-hmm. and then B for like connect events, to what? Uh, just to connect to each other. Okay, so just to have each other as as friends, uh, as a, to, a, friend, as a right? network of people. Yeah, and then and then on top of that, you know, they still use it for events. Mm-hmm. Let's say so when somebody, it's easy to make a Facebook event, right? And that's how they can that's all. How can they also around. use Facebook and something I didn't think about until the students started telling me. This is why I love teaching because you yeah. learn so much from them. Is you know to log into a lot of uh, different platforms on online third apps, you do it through Facebook, mm-hmm. right? right? So they still have a Facebook account to do that, and then you know coincident or incidentally, then they also go on to Facebook just every once in a while right. to, to browse. So if I'm just giving my typical college student from what I've heard is they'll go on maybe once, twice, three times a week. Okay, you know just not to browse. Yeah, yeah, not a lot, but they're yeah. still going Catch on. Up on stuff. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they they still. You know, browse. They're not posting, mm-hmm. but they're still consuming mm-hmm. on Facebook. Interesting. Which you still have to think is pretty amazing. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, someone in 21, 19 is still going on Facebook three just, times a week. Just like just their doing. father and their grandfather might be doing. Yeah, it, just to catch, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, but then 
people, Gen X, millennials, mm-hmm. still on Facebook, heavily use it right. to post. Right. They pretty much share their life. Right. It's kind of ruined the high school reunion, I think. It has, Because right? we had a high yeah. school reunion. First of all, not a lot of people came because we all knew what everybody <laughs> exactly. was doing. It's like, oh, we see you every day. Right. It's, almost, it's funny because you run into people you hadn't seen in years. You know them. And you know right. exactly what's going on. That is. It's, uh, that's, <laughs> a whole, that's another whole topic. Yeah, that's right, such a right. phenomenon. But so, so and, yeah. and I think, too, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of young people are more aware of, of the permanency of posting on these platforms, too. Right? You're completely right. It's actually leading to a lot of anxiety with mm. students. About um, what, what came, what was, was I in the background of that photo from that just, party? Yeah, yeah, with everything. Not just yeah. Facebook. I mean, yeah. I know we wanted to talk about the yeah. platforms, but this is so interesting because, yeah. you know, I, remember I was just saying that the video manipulation has right. come in. I also think, well, I also know that you're going to start seeing a lot more anxiety over that it, it, with students. I mean, well, it's funny, I was anxious about this video. So if people are watching on videos so yeah. know that we have, we're set up in the back of my <laughs> studio where the green screen is. So yeah. I'm sure somebody will manipulate this and re-upload yeah, something. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, you know, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. this weighs on their minds yeah. that, because since they were kids, everything that they've been told from their adults, anything that goes on social media, you know, could be ru- used to ruin your life, right? right? Think about the stupid stuff you did as a kid. Think about the stupid stuff I've done mm-hmm. as a kid. You know, we've all done stupid stuff. And if you have in the back of your mind always that, well, one mistake could haunt me the rest of my life. Right. Of course, it's leading to a lot of these yeah. students having this kind of pressure right. and anxiety. So, you know, Facebook, especially, and, and Facebook is the one that they completely associate with that. I see. You know, Snapchat they are aware, but they'll still make a lot of stupid mistakes, as mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of case studies right. with that. Uh, but Facebook is just it's just a no-brainer to them. They right. know Instagram is a no-brainer. That's why they make fake accounts, you right. know, Finsta accounts, okay. right? Yeah. So, uh, but these platforms, they're very aware. They're very aware that anything that they do on these could live on forever. forever. Mm. You know, so that's why you see you don't see a lot of posting on Facebook from young people, right? Or well, Instagram they do, but they have two separate accounts. Their public account, right? And then the, then the and private then the, one that yeah, they send, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so other platforms you wanted to talk about Snapchat mm-hmm. still for young people, teens mm-hmm. being you know is the platform. You know, that's that's I, I try to get into it. I can't, I just, it, it, I can't even like understand the. Interface. It's not user friendly. Yeah. Do you know that's on purpose? Is it really to scare the adult? To scare the old people away? Really? No I'm kidding. not even kidding. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, I've heard this before, quoted mm-hmm. from from uh, you know uh, creators in Snapchat, right. the engineers in Snapchat, saying that they make it so it's not user friendly because they want you to. Even to your point, spend right. time on the platform, yeah. learn it, talk to your friends right. to understand how to do things. Yeah. They don't want to make it where Aunt, you know, Aunt Jones Can or I figure, Aunt it up figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never yeah. felt old before until I picked up Snapchat. Yeah, and, and, and for me too, like this notion that they were really initially selling this this platform on the, the basis of temporary, short lived meat uh, consumption, right? Yeah, that, right. That the, the photo lives for five seconds; it'll never be seen again. <laughs> and everybody knows you can easily circumvent sure. that with a screenshot. And now they've changed that too. Now now things can you know yeah, you, you can, can save them to your yeah. But uh but yeah, I mean they did it to make it a young person's mm. you know platform. Right. They've now And their audience them. is aging now. So is that is that what's causing some of this? And also Facebook just ripped off everything they were doing. Their so. audience is aging. Yeah. There's there's a few issues going on with Snapchat. They needed to make they need to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, I know their evaluation their valuation was high, right. but they needed to find a way to get advertisers, right? right? To get to, to have companies buy in on this. Yeah. So they've had to make a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. You know, they've changed the interface actually now recently. I should see everything we say is, yeah. is a little stale. Because they did just change the okay. oh, interface yeah. to make it a little easier. That's okay. why you probably saw Kylie Jenner when she dropped the stock stock market. Did okay. you see that? No, no. So uh, I know we're all over the place yeah, now. But okay, there's so yeah. much interesting know, stuff, yeah, yeah. you know. Kylie Jenner, who we're still is on the Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. Design. So Kylie yeah. Jenner, who is like the uh, the all star of Snapchat. Okay. She is like the celebrity for okay. Snapchat for yeah. them. She didn't when they did Snapchat did like an interface change to actually make it a little bit easier. Uh, she didn't like it, so she tweeted that you know, uh, oh, not feeling Snapchat's change or whatever. And I forget what the actual 
the drop was, but it was millions of dollars. Really? So she tanked the stock. She just by tanked tweeting, in, in right. yeah, millions of dollars because I mean, of course, it was a right. chain. Then all these other. Oh yeah, I hate right. it too. I hate it. Yeah. All, they they got it back up after right. a few days. Yeah, but yeah. you know, the point is that yeah, they are making some changes with Snapchat, and younger people now are you know are are starting to I guess like you said, kind of age with it and realize that you know it's becoming every other right. every other platform. Uh, you know, there's also pressure. I was talking about anxiety. So Snapchat does something where they go a streak. Have you heard of this? No. So followers is the currency for Facebook right. or Twitter or, mm-hmm. or friends, followers, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Snapchat, you don't really, you don't know a follower count, but okay. you know a streak. So streaks are like, if I snap you, you mm-hmm. need to snap me back in that day. Okay. And we keep going. And you get like a record. So it's like your, a volley going back. Streak, oh, yeah, how long you've and you done it. you get scored on that. And mm-hmm. friends have, what I've heard, been broken up before because, because of, streaking. Yeah, you know, because they've had it for a year. Why'd you not? You know, oh you gosh. missed a day, and and so now these kids have an anxiety. They're feeling right. slaves. What if my to friend that? doesn't reply to this? Yeah, what does oh that mean? God. And they're yeah. so you know, there's there's this kind of pressure. No matter what platform you're going on, there's some kind of pressure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's Snapchat. I don't know okay. if we want to to keep diving in there. That, or feel. That, it's a whole new world for me. <laughs> yeah, and so. I mean, I mean, who knows how much longer they've got? Because, yeah. And because I think about all the key features, let's, and this brings us to Instagram. Sure. You know, Instagram grabbed a lot of the key features they had there. Uh, Facebook also mm-hmm. with the with the face filter thing grabbed a lot of the yes. things that made Snapchat unique. But Instagram, you know, people have thought about Instagram as like what what was he thinking buying them for all that much money? But right. it turned out to be almost as big as not bigger than Facebook. Best in the investment. You know, it's funny. I happen to this is a really weird uh, thing, but I met the co-founder of Instagram about a week before he was acquired. Really? Wow. So you know, know, was, you know he was thinking, yeah, I'm about right. to like... Yeah, you know, cash out uh, here, yeah, cash yeah. in, I should say. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. to go on this White House tour, and, and it was part of this tweet-up thing they were doing, and, yeah. and they brought us to meet with the, the co-founder. This guy was from, I think he was from Brazil, actually. Okay. Um, and we met with one of the co-founders. That's great. And he looked really happy, and I was like, where is... He's like, <laughs> now you know. Yeah, he, he had those dollar signs in his head yeah, walking around. But he probably, you know, you think about now, the valuation probably should have been higher. Sure. Um, but, well, I mean, Facebook tried to buy Snapchat, and... They didn't. They turned it down for right. for a million dollars. Can you imagine being that, the Evan, you know, yeah. Siegel, the the right. creator of Snapchat, was like twenty two or whatever. Yeah. Was it? Can you imagine someone giving saying a million dollars to buy yeah, your, your platform? Company, yeah. But he held on. But yeah, yeah, to your point, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they bought Instagram, and now look at it. It's, it's huge. And yeah. what makes it huge? I mean, obviously, it's, I, I use Instagram mm-hmm. not as much as I do Facebook, but yeah. I, I'm surprised by how many people I know are spending as much time on Instagram as they are on, on Facebook. Yeah, I mean. It, it, People are very visual. Mm-hmm. It's they're drawn to the visual nature right. of uh, of Instagram. Yep. Instagram was very clever too because, like I said, Snapchat struggled with getting advertisers to buy right. it. Instagram that was always on their mind. They're yeah, it's Facebook, right? You know, mm-hmm. so so they they put in that advertising in a seamless way. Mm-hmm. You know, and so now they're making they're making money off of it. Right. Um, so that's why partially why Instagram is valued so high is because they're actually having advertisers come to the platform. Right. And it's and it's and it integrates completely with Facebook's advertising yeah. system, which is great because you can put an ad up on Facebook and it shows up on Instagram just the same. So it's, it. it's pretty powerful. YouTube, my favorite platform. <laughs> well, you probably could talk about YouTube yeah. more than excuse me. Yeah. I have a, you could probably talk to you about YouTube more than I than I could, but um, you know, YouTube is is the second most search engine in the world. Right. Behind next, Google. next to Google, yeah, and Google owns it exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, people still use it to find music. Mm-hmm. People still use it to find how-to stuff right. yeah. for entertainment. It's and and young people are still using it. Right. You know, it's it's no different. So and I find from my own audience that YouTube is aging like Facebook is aging. Yeah. So I'm seeing now an older demographic come in, and it's funny because my set pieces here are from you know the 80s and 70s. Yeah, yeah. And so people come in either like, what the hell is this guy doing? Or <laughs> I had all this stuff, and you know, it, it's been actually even helpful for me to help 
you know, b build an audience of older viewers to some extent, just having that stuff in the background. Yeah, so. no, I mean, it's, right, it's yeah. very similar to Facebook. It stretches mm -hmm. yeah. the age range. Yeah. Um, and I mean, really, who is Facebook or uh, YouTube's competitor? I mean, you know, Vimeo, you look Facebook at... Facebook has tried, but they can't, they yeah. can't, they haven't been able to monetize the video because Facebook's problem is that your video is existing in this feed. Exactly. And and you can't run an ad it's in not that very feed searchable. when you've only got five yeah. seconds. And, yeah. 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 No, so so YouTube really doesn't have a competitor. Right. Right? It, everybody's still using it. Yeah. It's more watched by younger generations than TV. Right. You know, yeah. as an aggregate. So, I mean, YouTube right now, I mean, I just don't see who's going to knock YouTube off yeah. anytime soon. Like, no, I just don't I, I see, can't see. Who can come in and do it better? Nobody. Uh, yeah. And, you know, people compl complain about how they're treating the creators. It does change so mm -hmm. much. There's The communication has not always been there. They're trying to improve that. Yeah. And you know what's interesting about YouTube, and this is really still the, the case here in 2018, they are really the only platform that shares significant revenue with the people that contribute content mm. to there. So you think about all these billions of dollars that Mark Zuckerberg is making off of Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. The people that are submitting the media to his company make not a dime. Right. And a select few get to. Sure, sure. But right. most of us don't. Yeah. And, and that's why it's driven me crazy. That's a, that's a great point about YouTube. Yeah, yeah it really is. Twitter. Twitter is, they're a yo-yo, you know. Well, you know what it is with Twitter? Like, it's the media's favorite social media platform. Media, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. You know, you're right. It's the media, you know, politicians, yeah. right? It's how, I mean, tw Twitter is still great for the conversation aspect. Mm -hmm. You know, to be in the moment, right. to, you know, to, to get a stem a conversation, mm -hmm. you know, it's still there. Is it driving traffic? No. It doesn't, right. dri it doesn't drive traffic to websites right. like no. Facebook does, no, right? Yeah. You know, um, it's, the, it's the live chat room. Yeah. It does yeah. really well with live television. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. what I kind of meant. It's still good for the conversation aspect yeah. in the moment. Uh, you know, it, it's great for, like you said, getting in touch with reporters, reporters, you know, finding sources. Yeah. They, love to, they love to be on it for their own egos, right. you know. But is it really a platform that... Um, yeah, is going to grow. I don't. I just don't understand Sorry, how it's going to grow. I think they might know? get acquired by some. I, I think about it from this standpoint. I watch um, live PD on A and E on yeah. Friday and Saturday nights. I love the show. Yeah, yeah. And it actually it actually pushes me to watch it live because I love to see the reactions on in real time sure. of like because like you know how I react to like oh my god and like you know it's fun to see what the other people yeah, yeah. well I mean that you know so that's a great point because that yeah. is something Twitter has experimented. I mean they bought uh, Thursday night football games. Right. So you've probably been that's seeing right. that. Yeah. You know the presidential debates they had. Mm -hmm. And that was where they were really pushing their money as an investment. Yeah. Let's buy these live events. Right. Let's really force it. Like, uh, right. right. That you got to come in. And you're going to be. Yeah. You're talking about it anyways. Everybody yeah. knows we use dual screens, right? You're yeah. watching something and you're you're yeah. on your phone. So let's put them in one spot that we can have this conversation. And that's where they put their big bet. Right. And I don't know if it's going to pay off. Yeah. Or not. But you know, it's just Twitter. It's just I just they just yo-yo all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. and there have so many of these. Uh, these well, these free speech free speech issues now right. are becoming yeah. you know a problem. So I've heard I've heard a lot of theories though with Twitter. Like, are they going to be just bought as like a PR service, uh, a PR wire service? Okay. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a select few people mm -hmm. in the media that want to yeah. join us and they can get news, right. you know, in their feed. Um, is that the kind of service that they're going to? Where you're going? It's funny how they just it? got all locked in these buckets, right? Twitter is this, Facebook is that, yeah. YouTube is this. I mean, the best thing that could ever happen for Twitter. None of them have a competitor. Trump. Yeah, 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 right, right. Yeah. You know, the best thing that could happen for Twitter is something like Donald Trump that's kept it relevant. Right. Yeah. Right. Still. Right. Keeping but you're right. It got it got put in a bucket, you know. And it, you know, the thing is, it's it still has users. It still mm -hmm. has millions of users. It still has uh, young people. Are still using I'm it. I'm on just it all the time. To, yeah, I'm on it too. But yeah. you're also a media, yeah, you know, yeah, connoisseur. Yeah. But I'm not verified yet, though. Yeah, I know. They, they, made, <laughs> they made it seem like it was going to be so easy to, yeah. you know. But yeah, I mean, I just my I think my issue with Twitter is I just don't know where it's going to grow. And that yeah. doesn't I mean 
that doesn't mean anything because if I knew, then I'd be getting paid the big bucks. When yeah, someone right. has, has cracked that, you know, cracked <laughs> yeah. that code. Yeah. I just I struggle to see how Twitter is going to grow at this point. You know, especially with all these other platforms, like you said, have found a have a, a, something carved out for them. Right. And what is Twitter? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. And, and what else would we miss any? I mean, you know, those are the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. What's course, emerging? Is there anything emerging that some come and go? Like they. Well, you know, something that we are seeing a lot of is the actual messaging apps. Mm. Just like, right. like WhatsApp. Yep. Right. You know, those are those are huge. And what they're trying to do is let's just take WhatsApp, you know, where mm-hmm. the trend is going is, you know, kids are using it. And I say kids, it's really mm-hmm. young adults, but right. you know, are using it in replace of text messaging. Right. So something you'll find funny, Lon, is uh, text messaging to them is something that they do to like their friends' parents. Okay, it's that that's the formality. Right, so you parents know? get the text message. Yeah, yeah. And everyone else on WhatsApp or Messenger. Exactly right. right. The text message now has become the phone call right. that we used to have, yep. and now these. You know, so what they're trying to do in WhatsApp though is, let's say you're messaging back and forth, and you're saying, "Oh, let's do something this weekend." That's maybe where the AI figures this out, right? And sends yeah. you something saying, hey, there's a movie playing. Right. And it gives you that little uh, yeah. intro. So they're trying to find way, clever ways of advertising within these messaging apps. And that really is kind of like the push for some of these these companies. Using AI. Right. Using these kinds and of... What, and, and probably scare a little on the, on the frightening side. They look at the conversation and probably oh, oh, put yeah. it... And you sign you up know, for that when where, you do it. Where are we going for dinner tonight? And then... Or if some I ask record. my wife what's for dinner and suddenly some Blue Apron record. comes up with some kind of ad, right? You got it. That's, and that's, and yeah. that's the way that it's, it's starting yeah. to move. Yeah. Um, and... You know that, that the reliance on AI in general right. is something we could be talking about yeah. because that's that'll be the next one. Yeah, that, right. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I mean, yeah. all of us platforms are looking at ways. But right. if you're talking about for platforms, what's the next thing? I think it's messaging app. It's mm. what we're really seeing. You know, and in some other countries, it's huge. You right. Know, oh, like, yeah. WhatsApp like, is huge everywhere, but here in the U.S. Yeah, right. I mean, right, right. Uh, and China has their own. I can't remember off yeah. the top of my head right now. Right. China has a messaging app that yeah. just like dwarfs everything that we have. But yeah. You know, th- this is the next step. That the, even though we think it's more personal, one-on-one, like you said, these yeah. platforms are watching everything, and there's it. always a way to monetize. Yeah, and they're finding those ways to monetize. Now. It's amazing how valuable our attention is, right? Yeah, and, attention uh, economy. That's what we're in. Yeah, and I think people don't realize the value of their attention, which mm-hmm. is which is partly an issue. You know? Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for this podcast episode. Uh, we did record a conversation about Twitch as well, so we didn't forget about Twitch in our uh, overview of social media platforms, but we had a bit of an audio snafu that we didn't notice until we started editing this podcast. So we'll have to cover that with Adam at a future time. But let me know what you thought of the interview down in the comments below. And you can also find Adam at adamchiera.com. And I'll put a link to that down below in the video description so you can see some of his writings and some of his other appearances in the media. He also does a lot on LinkedIn and a number of social media platforms as well. So we'll link all of that to you down below in the video description. Let me know what you thought of this podcast, a little bit of a different topic than what we've covered in prior podcasts, and I will see you again soon. This is Lon Seibin. Thanks for watching. This channel is brought to you by the Lon.TV supporters, including Gold Level supporters Chris Allegretta, the Four Guys with Quarters podcast, Tom Albrecht, Bill Reiner, and Kalyan Kumar. If you want to help the channel, you can by contributing as little as a dollar a month. Head over to lon.tv support to learn more.
And don't forget to subscribe. Visit lon.tv slash s.